Lucy fans, welcome to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. So, we have a guest. (gasps) Who is she? Sarah Hayden. (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Wait, tell us about yourself. Who are you? My name is Sarah. I'm a bit of a cat enthusiast, I would say. (laughs) It's probably my main marker. Now, I've been out in L.A. for eight or nine years now, which is kind of insane. I've just been avoiding my neighbor all day. (laughs) um, Yeah, it's been a nice little uh, Sunday afternoon. Wonderful. (laughs) Oh my god, who's your neighbor? She's crazy. (laughs) Her name is Wilma. She hopefully will never hear this because she doesn't have a computer. Can we get her on the podcast? She'll tell you the same story over and over again, which is what happens to me every time. And she can hear me from her apartment, so she knocks on my door when she like hears me being awake. And I'm just like... (laughs) This is too much right. Wow. <laughs> Are you going to move? No, it's so cheap. I can't. <laughs> but she's also really sweet. Like, she bought a goldfish to put in her window because she thought my cats looked bored when they were oh. looking out the window. Just really sweet. But she's a little much. <laughs> so I was very glad to come here today. <laughs> so glad to have yeah, you. Yeah, we're happy to have you here. So just a couple of quick questions for Sarah. Um, who is the first woman you remember seeing on TV? Woo. Um, we really make you think here. <laughs> probably, uh, I feel like maybe Barbara Walters or somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched a lot Good of answer. news <laughs> growing up, so mm-hmm. we're very well informed. Yeah, I would say she's coming to mind as somebody I saw early. So, uh, <laughs> if you had to pick uh, shows or characters that are most in line with your comedic sensibility, what, what comes to mind? Um, I would definitely say Tina, um, Bob's Burgers. Um, <gasps> yes. A bit of an inspiration to me. <laughs> what are of, your feelings on butts? butts. Just love them. <laughs> Butt enthusiast. I personally, like, do not have a butt, so I'm very, like, envious of others that have butts. Entranced by butts. Especially men's butts. <laughs> I really like, um... Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Mm-hmm. I love Kimmy. She's just so unbreakable. <laughs> uh, big fan of that. It's a miracle. Yeah. Females are strong. I feel like there's well. almost like no story structure to that show anymore. It's just like insane <laughs> jokes like all in a row, but mm-hmm. I still really like it. And it has yes. yeah. like, the lemonade episode. Uh, <laughs> it was nuts. I just liked it so much. What are your shows that you, when you just need like a comfort food thing to have on in the background or when you're not feeling well, like what are your... I... Uh, probably one of my newer ones I really love is this uh, animated show called Clarence. Have you guys ever seen it? I've heard of it. It's on Cartoon Network. It's like for kids, but it's like, you know, has some jokes in it for adults too. But it's just so earnest. And it's uh, one of the kids on the show. It's like about this like little chubby guy who just is in fourth grade or something. (laughs) It's just so nice to everybody. And like, it's so sweet. And like his best friend has two moms and it's like not a thing at all. Like it's never really addressed, which is nice. And like Clarence has a stepdad, but I don't even think he's married to his mom. So he just calls him his stepchad. (laughs) It's just like so sweet. It's like a really nice show. Anyway. That would be one. Probably 30 Rock also, just for there's so many episodes. So many references. So much to dissect. Yeah, and I feel like for the same reason, probably Arrested Development. Because, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. every time you watch that, there's something you catch that you didn't see before. And they're making more. Yeah. Yeah. What was I listening to recently? They were talking about how, like, if the Bluths were the Trumps, (laughs) it's... They are, and then we're all Michael. (laughs) Like, America is Michael. (laughs) 
I heard a rumor that the new season is like a murder mystery. Which, I don't know if that's true at all. But and I don't know who even told me that. But like, that would be so interesting. So, what is your relationship to Isla Lucy? Like, have you seen things before? And like, what are your impressions of the show before revisiting it? Yeah, I have actually a very, like, tenuous grasp of I Love Lucy. Like, I haven't... Obviously, I'm, like, aware of it. It's so, like, ingrained in society at this point. But, like, I don't think I'd really... I think I've maybe seen, like, two or three episodes the whole way through. It's just, like, one of those things that, like, would be on TV and I'd watch a couple minutes and then, like, as a child be like, yeah, it's black and white, gross. (laughs) Change the channel. So, um, I mean, I think... As I've grown older and, like, especially now working in TV, like, I've done more research, I guess, into I Love Lucy and Lucy and Ricky. And it's just, like, it is really crazy that it was, like, I mean, it was so pioneering, like, that she was, like, in an interracial marriage on television and nobody said anything. Like, <laughs> it's, like, really 40 years old. It's, like, yeah. let's show. <laughs> I know. And, like, I mean, especially after watching this episode, which, weirdly, I think was one of the few episodes that I had seen the whole way through. Uh-huh. Like, I was just, it's so good. It's, like, so well done. It's so, like, it's just so strange. Like, that <laughs> I, I've always been aware of it, and now I'm, like, oh, I should, like, really watch this show more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm going to continue to watch it. Shout oh, out yay. to Amazon Prime and Hulu. Woo. I Ooh. can't wait for people we to be like, are you watching any new shows? Like, what are you watching right now? And you're like, um, it's this thing called I Love Lucy. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> <laughs> did that with Cheers. <laughs> like, for a couple of months, I watched only Cheers when I got home. It's also incredible. It's so contained. Yeah. It's great. I know. And then you talk about it to people, like, as if it's currently a new <laughs> show. Like, have you heard of this? And people, <laughs> it's a bunch of people in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> they literally don't leave the bar for a season and a half. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's great. They were like on a, it's like almost like they were on a budget and they were like we can't do no sure. other sets a strict production it's a budget. season long bo- it's a bottle season right? <laughs> <laughs> all right well so you have a little bit of a sense of the characters yes. now after having watched it Correct. would you say that you most identify as a fred a lucy an ethel or a ricky um i feel like i'm more of an ethel personally um i feel like lucy gets into the shenanigans and then ethel is just like there to help clean it up a little bit and I think like as a middle child that's always been my role of like my brothers do something dumb (laughs) I hope they don't listen to this either but like um, you know just an expectation I think also as like the only girl in my family like that you're going to be the one to come and fix the problem or at least like I'll listen to you after you've done something dumb and just be like yeah sorry about that but like I'm not going to help you (laughs) like I, I love that the same word comes up every time people talk about Lucy and Ethel and the word is shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a word that you don't hear that often in your regular life. Or I don't. I don't hear no. it enough. Yeah. <laughs> but no. when it comes to I Love Lucy, it's like it's so shenanigans and hijinks. It's true. Or yeah. Corinne's yes. favorite, caper. Capers. Ooh, I love a good yeah. caper. Which they talk about capers on Friends from College. And I was like, I feel like I've never really used the term caper in terms of... I do not like eating do? capers, so I just re- yeah. reject, uh, reject that word yeah. on principle. I prefer hijinks. Yeah, shenanigans is a classic. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, another question. In terms of, like, the way women are depicted on a television show, mm-hmm. do you, how much do you think things have changed since Lucy's time? Or, like, how much are they the same? I think it was... It even struck me in this episode, particularly, that 
you know, it just started out with like women, of course, can't control themselves when they're shopping. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, like oh, I can't. And then, but then I was at least happy that eventually there was like a little bit of a. At least the men also couldn't control themselves. Right. So I thought that was not progressive, but like at least a step in the right direction. Right. I don't know. I think things have gotten a little bit better. Like obviously, women now mostly have jobs on shows and like are out of the house at all. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know. I think it's so crazy to me that it was like she was the whole anchor of the show, at least of this episode. Ricky was barely there. The other. Fred was not there at all. Like, <laughs> we don't uh, need him. Yeah. 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 But, uh, <laughs> That's exactly same. Correct. Yeah, so I don't know. I feel like maybe it paved the way a little bit to, like, you know, prove that women can anchor shows and, like, can anchor whole episodes and can be funny. And, you know, uh, I think it wasn't the best example of feminism I've ever seen, but it was definitely uh, more progressive than I was expecting. So. Totally. Yeah. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And what do you wish you saw more of um, on television in terms of the kinds of women, depictions of women, or what would you want to see less of? Well, I feel like a lot of it is even, you know, with shows that we love, 30 Rock and Parks and Rec, and it always seems to be there's at least part of the show that is about women completing their lives by finding a husband, mm-hmm. and, like, it's always about, like, oh, like, kind of, de- not, uh, it's always about, like, defining yourself a little bit by whether you have a boyfriend or whether you're in a relationship even like if you have a girlfriend whatever right. but I don't know I feel like I wish we would move away from that a little bit and like um you know not like you're an unmarried woman and you're like not worth anything you know <laughs> and I just I don't know I guess it gets put into shows still and movies still because like oh, it's relatable, like, women are looking for boyfriends, but it's, like, I also, I don't personally care about that. <laughs> like, I would love if there was anything where a woman finding a husband was not part of the series. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it, I, it just didn't matter at all. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm on board for that. Yeah. And then our last question can go in any number of directions, but if you were to do a modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot... Hmm. Um, and they could be, you could pick, like, any or all of the characters. You could put them any place, any time. I don't know. I guess I would still, I do, I love the dynamic between Lucy and Ethel. I feel like you could just take that and put them in almost like a time travel show where they accidentally time travel <gasps> to modern times and are, yes. like, so shocked by everything they see, but then, like, let loose and, like, really get to be, like, just, like, woman roommates. <laughs> and modern hijinks. Yeah, exactly. Get into modern hijinks. And it was, like, Lucy with a cell phone. Imagine. <laughs> like, Lucy on Tinder. What? Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? Yeah, that would be I feel much. like they would get cat- catfished. Does she very quickly? <laughs> does she time travel to different places every week, or is it... No, I think it's that that's the pilot, is that she accidentally falls into, like, a time travel thing. Kind of like Futurama. Of right. like you know she ends up in the future, her future, our present, and then it's like they just have to navigate their new lives. Love it. <laughs> Figure out technology. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, one of the themes we've noticed throughout all the episodes is that Lucy is like a notoriously horrible communicator. So yes. I think that with all the new kinds of communication, there's just like a yeah. bevy of opportunities I for just hygiene. Love that just mm-hmm. to see her trying to like figure out technology would be fun. Oh, I think. Yeah. Yes, please. 
She'd probably make like her selfies with me, so <laughs> so good. <laughs> She'd be like, "Where's the nearest hat shop?" <laughs> like, lady, we don't wear hats. It's 2017. So, what, what can you tell us about this uh, this episode, Rin? So, we're going to be talking about sales resistance, which aired January 26th, 1953. And something to note about the episode is it's the first flashback episode. They filmed it before Lucy had baby so they filmed the bulk of the episode before it's one of four episodes they did this with and then they film an intro with just the three other characters where they lead into essentially a flashback episode uh, so this is right after she would have given birth and they do this because they basically they needed a way like a device to keep airing episodes even though she was pregnant and they didn't have her to have the baby yet. So just a little itsy bitsy synopsis. Lucy seems to be unable to resist buying junk from fast talking salesmen. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Can we uh, just talk about the intro that you mentioned? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. It was very awkward. This song is not a good song. It was very long. It just kept going. Way too long. It's called There's a Brand New Baby in Our House and after this episode aired they sold it like uh, as a as a single that people could buy. Yeah. Okay, could we please get find this on vinyl? I will scour oh, yeah. the <laughs> records to find this. The cover is just like a picture of Ricky's face smiling. <laughs> but it went on forever. Also, does Ricky Ricardo or Desi Arnaz have a Spotify page where we can listen to it? Where can I follow? follow That's a good question. Very oh. valid. I'm not sure. <laughs> follow for follow, Desi Arnaz. <laughs> You know what's interesting is the scene was cut for syndication, but it's included in the DVD release. So for some reason, we're able to see it on streaming. I really appreciate um, the original choice to cut it. Yeah, yeah. Because I watched it on CBS.com. Oh, <laughs> like, hello. I, and it was on there, so. There you go. I mean, I just thought it was a very weird dynamic where it's like, oh, oh, come over. And then I'm going to sing you this very long, yeah. kind of awkward song. And they were like, yes, you did. You do have a baby. (laughs) Okay, if I ever have a baby, I demand that my husband write a song as my push present. I demand that he writes me a song to sing to me. Just to follow up on an earlier question, Desi Arnaz does have a Spotify page. Oh. And Baba Lou has 409,995 listens. So let's bump that up, people. What about Blasting Baba Lou? What's the Straw Hat song? I think it's a song that 20,000 people, uh, 20,600 people have listened to on Photo High. He has 7,000 monthly listeners. Wow. Let's make it 8,000, guys. <laughs> Let's give him the respect he deserves. That's crazy. Oh, look at his face. Anyway, there's time for this later. <laughs> a couple Easter eggs about this. He says that he wrote the song for Lucy, but Lucy is also the name of his daughter, so he could have been talking about real-life baby Lucy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, they made a really bold move of naming their two children after them. Yeah. 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 Like, Desi and Lucy had Desi and Lucy. Mm. Which, like, society's like, it's cool, men can name sons after them, but with ladies, it's like... A little strange. Yeah, you're, you're a narcissist. You're, it's egotistical. I just but. think it would be, like, logistically difficult. <laughs> I'm sure. So, also, the title of this episode... Sales resistance. Let's talk about it. They talk about it all the time. I'm like, I like have, thing. I have never heard this phrase before never. in my life. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I said. Is it a phrase? <laughs> Apparently, but I just thought I was sales resistance. I thought it was. I was picturing something very different. Yeah, 
I don't know what, but it wasn't this. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like you're you're being able to resist buying. I don't know. I was thinking more like sales resistance, meaning like when everything's on sale, right? And you want to buy things because it's cheap. Mm-hmm. That, but like resisting that. Yeah. No, but it's buying anything that is like exchangeable for money. Right. Right. <laughs> commerce <laughs> yeah well what drove me crazy is how ricky's like you know how women are like they have no sales resistance like oh i'm sorry i don't know this common like misconception about women or this like uh, that classic trope yeah, about women tr- have no sales resistance. like i guess i don't have any yeah. i didn't know that well, maybe we don't know the phrase because we're women <laughs> we just like didn't let's pull some men <laughs> men who are listening do you know about sales resistance <laughs> tweeted us i right. know uh, if it was a phrase that was oft used it has not survived <laughs> yeah no I, it, it just doesn't roll off the tongue exactly no. sales i'm gonna tell my mom when i go home i'm going back to chicago next week i'm like linda you need to learn sales resistance <laughs> let me tell you about it <laughs> should we bring it back though that's a good question no let's bring hats back and not sales resistance okay <laughs> priority one fair enough yeah mm-hmm. okay so lucy purchased a handy dandy kitchen helper, kitchen helper. which she saw on tv so that's like the original QVC yeah. infomercial yeah. kind of thing. Well, I mean, was it? Do you think it was a different style of commercial than no. the Vitamina Vegemin? Have you heard? You've heard of the Vitamina Vegemin episode, right? Yes, yes. Because that's where she's like in a commercial trying to sell a product, but you right. can't buy that product over the phone. You might be able to. Maybe I don't. Guess we don't know. Well, I think she did. She does the same kind of sales pitch in the episode. She does the like. Slice it, dice it, yeah. peel it, mm-hmm. you oh. know. Bop it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she, like, had memorized it, which I, that has, like, stuck around, that kind of, like, handy turn of phrase. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are commercials you hear on the radio or TV all the time that just, like, they're, like, earworms that get in. Chia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, there's, like, a Kia song about, like, some Kia dealer in L.A. Keys, 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 <laughs> keys on Van Eyes. There it is. <laughs> Uh, or get it a Galpin, an F-150, get it a Galpin, Fiesta or Fusion, get it a Galpin. If you want to hire, if you want to hire Ali Rama to do your jingle, please contact us at welovelucypod at gmail.com. I know them all. Uh, but wait, have you guys ever bought anything from an infomercial? Yeah, I bought a, shoot, what was that? Blanket with sleeves. Oh, Blanket? No. A Snuggie. Yeah, a Snuggie. Oh. I got a Snuggie. How many um, easy payments? <laughs> I forget. I remember I got one for free because it was like a buy one. We'll throw in the next one for just shipping and handling, which was great. But it was also like, uh, it was terrible because it took like eight weeks to get there. Mm-hmm. I didn't read any of the like <laughs> fine print. It was supposed to be for Christmas, and so I had to like print out a picture of it and wrap it. <laughs> it didn't get there until like March. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I got sucked in. I bought a Snuggie. I have never bought anything off TV, but I feel like I'm susceptible now to internet advertising. Always. Yeah. I'm, oh, my God. My Facebook targeted ads are so on point now yeah. because all I do is buy stuff from them. <laughs> it's really bad. What's the weirdest thing you've bought online recently? Oh. Good question. I'm going to look at my Amazon recent purchases. <laughs> Actually, I though. bought... Um, mine are boring. I bought, like... An underbed storage container. <laughs> um, I bought a sweatshirt with a big pocket so your cat can sit in it with you. 
hat. Does the cat's head get? Can it stick out? It's been like too hot to wear it, but like it's like a kangaroo. Yeah, it's like a little kangaroo pouch for your cat. <gasps> and then I, my, to, in my defense, I was recently in the hospital on a lot of drugs, and now I was by myself. So I like <laughs> bought so much weird shit. <laughs> Every day when you get your yeah. mail, it's an adventure. I got like bought like a that. computer mouse that was shaped like a strawberry. <laughs> I got like air plants, which are just shaped like jellyfish or something yeah those are cute like, they're, so good. they're hard to take i bought this jumper it's jumper yeah. pardon well we were talking about off air we were talking about how great amazon now is to buy things that you don't want to purchase in person because yes. you could just go online and because uh, there's a storyline on sex in the city where charlotte does that she buys like she ends up going online to buy a self-help book she's in the bookstore with it in her hand and she like can't bring herself to take it to the counter and then she just goes on Amazon and clicks it, and it's like shameless shopping. Yeah. It just gets delivered right to your house. I feel like that's we have that now, you know? Yeah. You want to buy anything creepy or weird or, like, I don't know, sex toys. Yeah, <laughs> online. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, mugs that change colors when you put hot liquid in them. <laughs> online. I like how those are your two, like, embarrassing things. <laughs> you're, like, you're like my vibrator and my, like, color-changing mug. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so bad. <laughs> supposed to do different things to vegetables yeah and honestly as a trusted french fry content creator Mm -hmm. um follow eyes on the fries yeah follow eyes on the fries (laughs) underscore um for all the best french fries in la and dc um but i would want that because it can do anything so it peels and splices cuts and rices skins and dices at lowest prices rices it's like cauliflower rice but way ahead of the game but it just doesn't make sense like you would think logistically like so she just puts it in she swivels the she turns the lever you would think you'd have to put it in a different setting or like a different blade or something so it could actually rice or cut you know like so that's a different function the prop department sort of phoned it in yeah a metal coffee can with a handle yeah that was kind of the joke though yeah true so shitty (laughs) yeah why would you spend seven dollars then it did end up cutting the potato the second time she said it, it cut the potato. Also, why is there a baked potato setting? What does it do <laughs> to the baked potato? <laughs> Just keeps it intact? Gives it a place to hang out. <laughs> but then when she does set it to French fries, it, it ends up explodes. like... It ends up being like cauliflower rice. Like, it's so minced, kind yeah. of. Oof. Minced is the correct word. <laughs> that is definitely what happened. Minced is not in the rhyming. I don't, I don't, they missed it. Gosh. But so she orders one and Ricky's mad. Ricky's mm. always mad about her spending. And who says the something about women's stupidity? A woman's stupidity. Oh, I'll do a demonstration of a woman's stu- a woman's stupidity. She's doing a demonstration. Yeah. Demonstration of what? A woman's stupidity. And Fred says this shouldn't, shouldn't take long, right? Yeah. That was one of the like more more terrible jokes I feel like that's been on this show. Yeah. Well, like that's they weren't cool. beating around the bush. They're, that's mean. I mean, then at the end when Ricky tells her to call the guy and he says, if you don't do it, I'm going to cut you into 16 slices. Yeah. <laughs> Very violent. Like, that's not funny. That's terrifying. That's, like, not okay for you to say to your wife, I feel like. And she was just like, Ooh. As you, like, approach her. Like, <laughs> that was menacing. Oh, we missed, though, I just wanted to say, the when Ricky comes in and they're hiding it in the refrigerator because Ricky will never look in there, which is kind of a funny, like, yeah. 
period joke, you know? <laughs> then when he catches them, Lucy yells, Statue of Liberty play. And then they have this whole, like, sports That thing. was so... <laughs> yeah. They were so athletic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do they know about that? I was very impressed. We've also seen them do that before, though, where they were throwing the stuff like football... Yeah, oh, when yeah. the bad dinner party, right? Yeah. I just can't believe they have multiple plays where she can call one out and Ethel like, knows where to go. They've got a playbook. They, they have, have a lot of free time on their hands, ready. honestly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's why they're so prepared for so many different scenarios and know what to do and like have plans is because most of the time they just have a lot of time downtime to like plan future shenanigans, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. always be prepared. So she's going to take it back. Right, or she has to call she's going to call him, and he he's going to come? come over. This seems like a... Like a Considering they a, mailed it to her in the first place, why couldn't she just, like, return the package? You know, logic would allow us to do that. Online shopping. Well, here's the thing, too. In the 50s, they seem to have a, to allow a lot of strangers into their homes. Yeah. Door-to-door salesmen. There's a real salesman theme, but part of me wonders if that's... Well, maybe we're not seeing... Think about who she interacts with besides Ethel on a daily basis and Ricky. You know, it's like maybe a butcher, a grocer or something. Her grocer who was like a predator. Right. Yeah. But So she would interact with him and we've already seen him. But who else would like housewives interact with? Like door-to-door salespeople. That's kind of scary. They could murder you. But then again, we get into cars with strangers in 2017. So yeah, it's not that far off. Yeah. <laughs> Has your Lyft or Uber driver ever tried to sell you something? No. no. A script. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the salesman here, Harry Martin, is played by Sheldon Leonard. Sheldon. He that- seemed very familiar to me. Let's see what like, he's been doing. Well, he is a busy Hollywood actor. Very busy. <laughs> he directed uh, Desi Lu's Make Room for Daddy. Ew. <laughs> Which is a show. He guest starred in an episode of The Lucy Show. He appeared with William Frawley in the movie Joe Palooka in Winner Take All in 1948 and Abbott and Costello Meet the Invisible Man in 1951. Huh. But his most famous role is playing a bartender in It's a Wonderful Life in <gasps> 1946. Oh, it's Molly's favorite oh movie. Oh my god! That's why. Wait, wait, which bartender? Martinelli or like? <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, wait. What's this guy's name? Sheldon Leonard. Leonard, yes. Hmm. Fascinating. Does, does nobody else love that movie? Are you Americans? Like what? Is <laughs> I haven't seen it enough to know. You don't see it every year. <laughs> so Sheldon Leonard comes over, and he's you know you can tell he's he's trying to. Pull a scheme right from the start. It's the voice. It's the like, hey, da, 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 hey, <laughs> and all the compliments. You should definitely be suspicious of anyone who pays yes. you that many compliments. Like you seem like a person. Of, what is he? What is of he? like lady excellent of, taste yeah. or something, and h- high quality judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If anyone said that to me, I would laugh in their face. <laughs> you know what? Stop <laughs> lying to me. But I hate the whole. He's like, oh, I don't want to take you away from whatever you have to do, and she's like, I have nothing to do. Like, I yeah. hate that whole. Somehow she's so roped in because she has nothing going on but, like, to listen to this lame guy's story. Well, I think you're right. It's that, like, they literally, like, never get to see other humans. She's kept captive in this apartment. Yeah. So it would be very exciting to have somebody show up. It's not that big. It's not like she has that much cleaning to do. (laughs) Not that much room for activities. Yeah, definitely not. Like, oh, a man rolls in and throws dirt on your floor, and you're like, oh, my. (laughs) Let's talk about the dirt on the floor because what... (laughs) 
is going on. <laughs> bring like bring your own dirty piece of carpet and then demonstrate it. Do not throw dirt on my floor. Corinne is here to change the face of the uh, door-to-door sales industry. <laughs> It's like in commercials, they'll like spill like red wine on a white couch. Yeah. ShamWow. I don't know what they do in a ShamWow commercial, but I feel like it's something Can you similar. imagine if someone walked in your house and spilled red wine and they were like, I have a pen for this, you know? <laughs> yeah, tied to go does not work. Yeah. It does not. It makes it worse, really. <laughs> Truly, it does. Like, we're speaking truth to power about tied to go. <laughs> Come at us, tied. I really feel like Sheldon, he just bugged me. Harry he Martin? Like, yeah. He was like, he called that other woman like a narrow-sighted female. It was just, oh, God. I feel like whenever a man refers to a woman as a female, it's always in a negative sense. Yeah, that was the word that, like, stuck out to me the most. I was just like, I was kind of on board with this. It's like, oh, what a great joke. (laughs) Until he's called to my own female. That's the way he said it. It's like, this is your whole client base. Like, you (laughs) should be respectful of ladies (laughs) who clean because they literally make you a living yeah well and it's like all about pitting women and against other women where it's like i know you're not like this other gal right you're right. like you're smart you you're gonna give me all your money yeah. i don't know it's just like another one of those things where it's using women against each other mm-hmm. not into it but she, so she buys a vacuum then instead of so many pieces she, he tricked her yeah, Correct. obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's how I got a vacuum. Is my mom tricked me into it. She's like, you'll need this. I've used it once, and I've made myself bleed, so I haven't used it. Yeah, I got my hair caught in my vacuum. Yeah, right. Like, I don't think. It, I think that we are phased out of doing house work. I yeah, I really think it's dying a little bit with this this kind of generation. I mostly use my Swiffer to kill spiders on the ceiling. Yeah, even her whole like kitchen helper thing. I don't honestly don't even cook enough to justify spending what is it what would eight dollars be in like 1950 it would be like well i have 50 bucks 102 dollars and 40 cents which is what she ends up paying for the vacuum mm-hmm. plus a dollar 50 for the kitchen helper together are worth 920 dollars what whoa that was way more than i thought <laughs> yeah it's a lot of money so how much are what are Ricky and Lucy? Are they supposed to be like middle class, rich, or because he like didn't really seem that upset? And also, then he bought a refrigerator. Like well, they're like middle class, they're middle but moving class. up by okay. like making more money. He's a very successful band leader and club right. manager. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, growing up, we had one that plugged the hose plugged into the wall. Ooh, like a whole vacuum system. Like the house is outfitted with like a, yeah. a sucky vacuum system. I've seen that before. What? Yeah. That's really, I feel like of the time it was like so high tech and now it's like, why would you have a yeah. vacuum house? But we do. <laughs> like, Congratulations. Still. I want one. Oh my God. I don't know what, I, I have literally no idea where it goes. It sucks the dirt yeah. huh. into the wall through a hose. And then where does it go? I, don't, I have no Under idea. the house. Is there so just there, like a little with all the dead dust. bodies. Pile of dust. Dirt. That's, oh my God. Dirt. So many dust bunnies. <laughs> Supporting, keeping our life yes. a- afloat. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. You've never seen it? No. It's so weird. It's that really was so normal. You should <laughs> put a New Jersey only feature. Maybe. You should put a drone. You think? Household oh. features that I want to make a comeback. The laundry shoes. Yeah. Home Alone. Yeah, we have Home one. Alone when he does my little guys. My family friends, Graham, had one. And we, well, first of all, we like almost put their smallest child down it. But like, you know, your kids. It's crazy. We used to go down it. Yeah. Well, 
actually go ahead. so useful though like yeah. to have it just like drop right outside your laundry room to be. yeah i feel like and one of those weird things that we had growing up was which was i guess so like 70s or 80s i don't know when our house was made but uh we had an indoor jacuzzi for <gasps> a very long time like what where I until i was like 10 in new jersey but like, like where in the house it, it, the jacuzzi room <laughs> <laughs> obviously where else would it go <laughs> yeah where would you put it <laughs> so odd and it's <laughs> giant like they don't even make them that big anymore it was like a 12 person jacuzzi <laughs> inside how do you dispose of like, oh, what floor it? somebody on the first floor oh my it's God. like you come in from the deck and there's just like a weirdo <laughs> jacuzzi like. and so they eventually like it. redid it and got rid of it and everything but it was so fun when we were little like it was totally. the size of a swimming pool it was inside our house that's amazing so odd uh, adding to my list for my future home yeah i don't know maybe it's because like i'm picturing 70s wall paneling or whatever oh, yeah, like, it was wood panels it feels sure. like something that like hugh hefner would be like in every house i'll ever be in i want to have a jacuzzi for 12 people yeah, <laughs> yeah he built our house <laughs> oh my god here's a fun fact about him i didn't want to out you but i just yeah. thought that the, the public should read <laughs> house <laughs> But she also, I don't think, I think this was baby's first vacuum. Because she had a little, like, sweeper thing that wasn't yeah. a vacuum. Which so, is, like, the thing they use at the movie theater to, like, pick up popcorn. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, her sweeper is what yeah, she called yeah. it. But it didn't even work that well. You know when they do the TV, the, like you were saying, the red wine on the couch, and then mm. it's just, like, it, it, like, sparkles and then it's gone? Yeah. But this wasn't like that. Like, he threw dirt on the floor. It kind of moved the dirt around, and right. it wasn't is like... Is that not how a vacuum works? Because that's <laughs> no. how it is when I do it. <laughs> it wasn't like a magic cure, you know? Like, it, it wasn't that impressive, I thought. <laughs> Color her in not impressed. <laughs> it's like, I had better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think... But what I'm saying is she's never had a vacuum before, so it's just, like, the novelty and the excitement of having a new toy. Mm-hmm. The show is live, right? I yeah. wonder if maybe in practice it like worked a little bit better and then like they just didn't work that well when they actually shot it. Yeah. Suspension of disbelief. Also, <laughs> did anybody else know it? Well, I mean, so the big sort of like the joke of having an outlet that you had to turn on with a light switch. Yeah. Right. At the, at, when it was happening, I was like, this is weird. Like that's a strangely specific thing to mention. And then it was like, Oh, that's why she gets caught because she's locked the vacuum. Yeah, into that it. was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is really well executed. And she keeps trying to make the noises of being like, I'm hungry, my stomach's <laughs> broken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, just run over to the thing and, and I'll unplug it. it. <laughs> she just couldn't get there, and Ricky's like, you know, that sounds like that sounds like a vacuum cleaner. I'm like, why does he know exactly what a vacuum cleaner is? Man of the world. Oh, we have a vacuum at the club. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But I did like that bit. I thought it was funny. She. Pays $102.40 when she was trying to return an $8 thing. That's nuts. I was really mad at her when she was like, he's offering this thing and it costs like $8. He says the vacuum costs $8. And she's just returning something that's $7. Why aren't you bartering? Like, that is yeah, the just easy. Like I'll trade you. Yeah, swap you. Well, I like thought Pokemon it was crazy cards. when he's he's saying like what everything costs. And it's like accessories are two fifty dollars each. Insane. But then he was like, well, I got to charge you for the switch that turns it on and off. And I was like, how is that a separate <laughs> part of the thing? Remove it. <laughs> it literally is attached to the thing she already bought. Yeah. So the the reason that Lucy knew Ricky was coming is because he's singing from down the street or whatever <laughs> in the building. It happens every night that he comes home. She's just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows to give her like a 90 second warning. He was singing a long time. <laughs> yeah. He just really wants to show off in this episode between the like, you know, five minute intro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but I think, what if that's based on real life? What if he comes in the house singing? 
I wouldn't be surprised. No, me my neither. future husband to do that. You oh, know. No, I'll do it. No, I do it. Who am I kidding? <laughs> yeah, I'd wake be up you. in the morning and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> guys, do you guys remember the Trollolo video? <laughs> Trollolo. Yes, Trollolo. You that introduced was, that to me. Oh my god, god. <laughs> that was an iconic video. He's like a Russian yodeler. Yeah. Can we connect friends again? Because him singing reminded me of Joey's like, good morning guy across, oh, yeah. the, across the alley <laughs> good morning yeah 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 uh, friends again like everything in friends is friends. we're pretty sure yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure they had I love Lucy reruns just on in the friends writers room I mean they should do that for I more shows it. just there pull plot ideas. points from I love Lucy <laughs> like ideas um and then so she makes this horrible gar- bargain and tells Ricky about it and then she decides to try and sell it herself to make the money back. She's not well, a great saleswoman. Yeah. When he when he discovers the vacuum, she said, "You found your Christmas present," which <laughs> it aired in January, like the end of January, which is kind of funny because that's like a year before Christmas. <laughs> She's going to jump on it. But I also just love the idea that she just maybe buys Ricky Christmas presents that are gifts for herself. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a Lucy move. Yeah. But she goes up and she meets this lady who, I'm sorry, she's fantastic. Mrs. Simpson, played by Verna Felton. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing is like, she's a scammer too. Like Joanne the scammer. Joanne the scammer is my favorite scammer. <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, oh, you mean, oh, if you can't clean up all that, I get to keep the $10 bill? And then jokes on Lucy because the electricity's out. <laughs> Classic. Can you imagine though, Mrs. Simpson just like in the apartment in the dark and Lucy shows up? Isn't that dark enough? I know. Right? <laughs> I don't know what she was pulling. <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe like there it. are windows we didn't see. Yeah. Right. Really, like, wall. just floor, like, floor to ceiling. Yeah. It's, like, a really beautiful apartment on the park. That she can't pay electrical for. <laughs> we didn't pay for it. That's why we don't have it. Well, that stands to reason. Yeah, yeah. That's continuity is correct. <laughs> yeah. I follow the logic of that, Belmont. Yeah, so, I mean, th- this is that's the thing that we see a lot with the show is, like, this is a lot of Lucy failing and, like, failing hard. Well, but, okay, so we talk a lot about what we would have liked to see in episodes, and I really would have liked to see her try more people. Yeah, like know? a different yeah. tactic every time. And her shoe gets lost in one of the, you know, like, I just would have liked to see that. Yeah, yeah, they do a lot of that stuff where they'll talk about something instead of showing showing us, mm-hmm. like, stuff that would have been fun to see. Yeah. Because it's like, it would have been too hard. Wait, and where is Ethel in all this? Well, Ethel, I think what happened is Ricky comes home and was like, is like, where's Lucy? And Ethel confesses because they're like worried about her. Right. Yeah, back she's in been the apartment. For hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ethel must have told on her. Right. Because Ricky and Fred are like a little concerned that she disappeared. Plus, it seemed like they knew what she was doing when she walked in, if I mm-hmm. remember correctly. Like, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the show sets up, it does, it plays very well with that, like, trying new tactics. And, like, you know, immediately when he opens the door, she's like, oh, it's like, it's your Christmas present. Or right. that didn't work. Like, let me try something else. And so, yeah, I really would have liked to see her try, like, three different mm-hmm. people of, like, trying to sell the vacuum. It would have been nice if she had sold it, but, you know, that's wishful thinking, right? Yeah, we haven't seen Lucy succeed in a while. <laughs> it's true. It is a rarity on this show. <laughs> She's failing with flair. Yeah. That's like her. Yeah. 
Because that's the other thing. It's like if your pregnant wife is like hauling herself around town trying to sell a vacuum. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a rough, that's a rough day. Yeah. <laughs> in the Ricardo household. Um, uh, so then Ricky's like, this is ridiculous. We're going to call the guy. And Lucy is rightfully afraid of being near the man. <laughs> So they go to the movies, which is such a fun little activity. That's actually the scene that I really wish they had shown is Ricky getting taken. Totally. By yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't because they were like, you know, I, it was almost another episode, but also I'm sure they were like, we don't really want to show a man getting like. Yeah. Conned by another man. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Fred, too. Yeah. And Fred, yeah. Fred is very old. <laughs> Yes. Everyone's strange dynamic there. He's like 70. Yeah. They come back to the apartment after the movies are over and they're asking the guys what happened. And you know what I thought is so funny is like Ricky's so mad that Lucy gets taken for a ride. And then Lucy finds out Ricky just spent a ton of money on a new refrigerator and she's just like really excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they pass it off as like, we got you gifts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because when Fred says he bought Ethel the uh, washer or dryer or whatever, right. they're thrilled. I would be way more excited about a new washer dryer than a fridge. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah. Like a fridge, if you have a fridge already, great. Yeah. It's like it's just continuing it to keep things cold. It would be nice to have like a, one of those water guys on the outside, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Or an ice machine. Yeah, steady flow of <laughs> <Yeah>. ice cubes. <laughs> I have a really shitty fridge. I have a really shitty oven. There's not even a window on my oven. Oh, no! <laughs> the secrets yeah. happen inside your oven. Like, I can't tell. Oh it's my like an easy-bake oven. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but it was a joyful day for all of them and their new appliances. Yeah. Yeah, again, we get a, a nice, happy resolution. Everyone seems, you know, settled and excited. Yay. I guess. <laughs> I mean, listen, new household items make women happy. That's the moral of the That's story. That's the takeaway. If, you, if your lady's not happy, buy her something for the home. <laughs> you know what I fu- You know what made me uncomfortable, honestly, about this episode? I couldn't put my finger on it for a while. But I think it's this, like, foreboding sense that the ladies just want an easier life. Like, she bought a kitchen yeah. helper to save her time in the kitchen. She bought a vacuum cleaner that works to pick up dirt to, like, you know, save her cleaning time. Right. Um, I don't know what a refrigerator saves her. I don't think anything. But a washer-dryer maybe saves Ethel a trip yeah. to the laundromat. I mean, I don't know. It just, there was this weird sense of, like, these are the burdens that women face in this time. And they, like, a treat for them is tools that make it easier to like do household work which should be a treat for the whole house well and also this is me being really dark but (laughs) it's a kind of a bummer because for all of us like working women who are all of those things you you need you have to wash your clothes you have to wash your dishes all your things all those Mm -hmm. things we're we're doing those in addition to living a full life outside the home and so saving time on that really does change our lives like them having an extra half an hour to sit around in darn socks like it's not what are they going to do with a bunch of more free time they're not allowed to like go do things so yeah saving time it's to do what yeah i think that's why i was very confused about the like socioeconomic status of this family because ricky's upset but not as upset as Mm -hmm. i would think he'd be for thousands of dollars and stuff in nowadays money. And especially, I mean, I felt, I actually felt a little bit bad for Lucy when she was buying the vacuum and like her little shitty rug mower thing. She's like, <laughs> she does need a vacuum. She yeah. could use a vacuum. It's not like she was buying jewelry or right. yeah. my dad when he's making fun of my mom is always joking that she like sits around eating bonbons all day. And it's like, <laughs> you know, she was buying something that was 
or herself, kind of, but also. <laughs> what season of the show is this episode? Two. This is season oh, two. Very se- early. Yeah. Soon. Though they're like 35 episode seasons, so they've okay. been doing this for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like shows now can be four seasons and 35 episodes. Yeah. So what yeah, do you think? I enjoyed it. I, uh, I, as I said, like didn't really know very much about I Love Lucy and hadn't watched it. And so I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot more of like, just like men talking down to women kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I appreciate that she ran the story. It was about Lucy. It wasn't about Lucy reacting to Ricky, you mm-hmm. know? Right. And um, I just, I really appreciated that she just like jumped to the most illogical conclusion of, oh, I'm going to sell this vacuum to strangers. Like, it's just so, it was just so much more, I guess, absurd than I thought it, it would yeah. be. So I, I liked it. I really think I'll, I had to buy some kind of subscription to the CBS website to watch the episode without commercials. So I have two days that I can watch all these episodes without commercials. So yeah. I might watch it for two days. <laughs> yeah, two more days of Lucy. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. But yeah, it just it felt a lot more progressive than I thought it ever was. So yeah. mm-hmm. it's funny hearing you talk about it. Something occurred to me that I hadn't thought about before, but the fact that she picks like her next idea is something where she has like an absurd amount of confidence that she can sell yeah. that. Like that's sort of her thing is like she has a ton of confidence in every scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I can figure this out. Like, we'll work at a factory and make candy. Or like <laughs> yeah. or like I can be write an entire operetta. And like these yeah. are all things that she's she'll just like she, has she confidence. Think? She's committed. Yeah. Or like I'll enter a contest and I will win it. <laughs> like yeah. so I don't know. I think that's kind of like a beautiful defining characteristic of a totally. character to just be like, I can handle that. Yeah, she doesn't get knocked down. Or she very much gets knocked down and she just doesn't let it affect her. And I really like that. Yeah. She gets knocked down, but she gets up again. (laughs) They're never going to keep her down. (laughs) Maybe she's the inspiration for that song. For Toe Pumping. (laughs) I mean, who knows? Let's go change the uh, genius.com song lyric uh, interpretation of it. Love it. Yeah. And uh, I think also off of something that you said, Corinne, I wonder if she jumped to that conclusion legitimately just if she could get out of the house like you know like i i'll go do it i'll go outside i'm gonna go outside like you know she got to put on her fancy like traveling outfit but it seemed like she was saving for a special occasion and it was very like airplane travel or like vacuum sales (laughs) which whatever takes you out of the house (laughs) but which i guess makes me a little bit sad but yeah it was very enjoyable yeah Yeah. very enjoyable show good (laughs) Well, we're glad you were able to come hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thanks for thanks. joining us. Yeah. So where can our fans find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I just mostly talk about sandwiches that I eat and my cats. So that's at uh, Where Your Shades, which is S-H-A-Y-D-E-S. And then my Instagram is the same. If you want to see a lot of pictures of cats. And um, also, like, weird. I see a lot of, like, weird signs. It's mostly signs and cats. <laughs> That's all LA is, actually. Yeah, and so many signs are everywhere. Yeah, and so many vanity plates. That's so my weird. other one. Yeah, find her and where if can they find us? You can find us at We Love Lucy Podcasts on Instagram. At We Love Lucy Pod on Twitter. And you can email us all of your thoughts and feelings at we love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Facebook.com slash we love Lucy Podcast. <laughs> Keep living like Lucy.